Hello and welcome to this Clashing World. My name is Juan Gonzalez, and for the next few episodes, I will be writing solo, and I want to talk more about like horror movies for this whole month. And Eduardo feels like he he won't be able to really contribute to the conversation, so. You know, for the time being, it's gonna be me for the next three to four episodes. And as you can see, uh, we're doing. I wanted to test out um, this little feature that's on Anchor that helps us distribute the podcast. Uh, it's showing video, so I feel like I'm gonna test for this episode and see how it goes. So now, what I'm gonna do. Let's get into the movie that I watched this week. And the movie that I watched is a very like old movie. It's a classic. It's one of like the the movies that pioneered the horror genre. Uh the movie in question that I'm talking about, as you can see, is Frankenstein. And in the background, um it was directed by James Well. Uh, and it was it came out in 1931 and it was distributed by Universal Pictures. So my initial thoughts um, on this movie is that it really like shows how far a person is willing to go to really be seen as somebody that's a higher thinker, a higher level thinker than most. And that's what our protagonist, uh, Henry Frankenstein, is just trying to do. Like, that he is dead set on trying to make a man or make a creature out of uh, dead body parts because he believes that the, the people that died or the people that he uses the body parts from didn't really live so he wants to make a creature to and he wants to feel like like a type of god like he in the movie he says that I when he makes the creature he even says it I now know what it feels to be god and that's something that uh, really like it's, it's a whole his that's his whole character, and he does show some character development towards uh, the end, but we'll get into that when we get into that. But you know, the movie starts out with a funeral. You know, it's a funeral of of, of this like a a person, and Henry Frankenstein and his assistant. Uh, they're right there um, looking at the funeral because they're waiting for the people to leave so that they could uh, essentially rob the graves of that graveyard to get body parts for his experiment. And that's what Henry says. Uh, he believes... He believes that, like I said, most of the people that he gets the body parts from, that they haven't lived. And, but what's funny about it is that 
Most of the people that he gets the body parts from are people that were hanged. And back then, like back in the 1800s, 1900s, if they hanged you, it was because you were seen as a criminal. Which, which kind of shows you that he might be sympathetic for these criminals because he's using their body parts and he feels like this is their second chance at life. That's my opinion. I'm not sure if that's what the director was going for. Uh, so, you know, throughout this whole thing, um, he's just trying to get body parts. Like, and uh, in, in the book, he actually, like, that's the difference between the book and the movie is that um, in the book Frankenstein is trying to make a, a creature like actually bring back somebody like a creature but somebody that's beautiful um, but in this one you know uh, Frankenstein just gets random body parts and tries to make a creature you know try and set out on that mission so one of the key things that his creature is missing is a brain that's the like the key thing that they're trying to get which is a brain so he sends his assistant his assistant is actually named fritz in this in this movie and he's a hunchback and it's kind of um it's funny because a lot of people think that frankenstein's assistant is igor but igor doesn't really show up until like the next two sequels um but yeah no his original assistant is fritz and fritz does some like does something that i i, I mean i probably wouldn't have done which is he gets there's two sets of brains that are right there in a in the in the university hall and they're, they're left right there by the professor so what Fritz does is he gets the normal brain, but he hears somebody coming, so he drops it. He drops it, the brain is destroyed. So Fritz, to cover up his tracks, uh, gets an ab the abnormal brain, which was a brain from a criminal. Which kind of ties into, you know, Frankenstein being, you know, getting body parts from criminals, so pretty much this creature was doomed to fail from the beginning and so he drops it and he gets the abnormal brain gives it to henry he lies to him saying yeah this is the brain this is the only brain that was there and and i'm pretty sure it's the normal brain so you know fritz gets off scoffery for now um and so you know, during the film, Victor, I oh know, Henry, I'm sorry, is that in the book he's named Victor, when the movie he's called Henry. Um, Henry, he's explained to Fritz that he feels that the storm's lightning is, like, he thinks that the storm's lightning is something that God is trying to send to him, because he believes that storm's lightning is what unlocks God's secret to life. Like I said, he's trying to make a, uh, a creature or a, or a person 
and he wants to feel like God. And that's that's something that's like very like that's very in his character. Um, and it's and he's very obsessed with this because there's a a secondary storyline where he hasn't been he hasn't been with his family for like a couple of months and they're worried about him because he's supposed to be married because uh, his fiance Elizabeth it's his fiance Elizabeth and you know he doesn't like he's been he's so obsessed with his work that he forgets about his fiance and so that's another story like another part that that's how obsessed he is like he wants to be known as the person who unlocked the key to life the first human to unlock the key to life and so uh he he believes that if anybody else finds out the key to life that his work won't amount to anything um, and that's uh, that's shown because like anytime people see what he's doing, he kind of gets very uh, protective of his work because uh, I believe one of his colleagues he he goes and tracks him down. His colleague tracks down um, Henry. And so when he sees what he's doing, like he sees the bodies, like the body that he's created that but still hasn't has no life, he tries to like uncover it. And Henry's just pushing him back, he's like, No, this is something that is worth seeing once I finish it. And I feel like you might tamper with it and cause me to fail. And that's the thing, like, he wants, like, he's so dead set on doing this, doing this, that, that he really, like, he has no mind for anything else. Okay. So, the day comes, and he does his experiment. Lightning, he brings the body up to lightning. The lightning strikes the body, and the thing is that, um, as you can see here, like he—I don't know—these um, electrodes right here, these—that's what um, is hit by lightning, so that uh, it could reanimate um, the creature. Um, so he keeps them. He keeps him there for like two minutes, and then he brings him down. And at, in the first ten seconds. The, the body isn't moving until there's a scene where you see his hand just come up and it's shaking and so there goes the famous line where he says it's alive it's alive for the love of God it's alive for now I now know when it means to be God. And so, you know, everybody sees this like, oh my God, he made a creature. And so, for the first two weeks, Henry is trying to teach the creature 
about um, human nature, you know. Um, he's showing him, he keeps him in the dark, like in darkness for a while. And then one day he shows him light. And the creature is trying, sees the light and he's trying to grab it. But, but then Fritz comes in with fire, like with a, with a torch, little fucking fire torch, and just shows it to him and, fun, and just fucking keeps like trying to provoke him. And so uh, the creature is just, you know, he's young. He doesn't know what he's doing. So he's just, he's just like, get, get that away from me, you know, like get that away from me. Which shows, like, yeah, um, the creature is scared of fire because anybody that knows fire bad, that's something that was popularized by the creature, fire bad. Um, and so his, um, Henry's colleague, Dr. Wadman, he believes that the creature isn't stable enough to actually... Um, function in society because he he tells them like where did you get his brain and that's when um henry confesses oh i got the brain from the university that you're working and he's like he's like but the brain that was stolen from the university was a criminal brain so in a way, he wasn't—he was not destined to, to really work in society because he was gonna have the tendencies of a criminal. Uh, and so, eventually, Henry and Doctor Wadman believe that you know what? Let's just keep him hidden, so that we could try to find a way if find a way to either destroy him or make him be part of us of society but something was wrong because fritz i don't i is the thing i don't understand what fritz is trying to do you know fritz, fritz is just i don't know he's a he just provokes the creature time and time again and so ultimately fritz gets killed by the monster and you know, the creature is feeling more and more like act like he's finding out the bad stuff about humans, you know, revenge, anger, you know, the the act, the ability to kill. And it's something that that is like, yeah, usually like most humans are taught that what is good and what is bad. But since they used the brain, the brain of a criminal, uh, I believe that he only had the thoughts of that criminal, and so he's thinking revenge is good, and I should be. I have to take my revenge on on this person who's just provoking me for no reason, and so Fritz. Uh, you know, dies, and the monster escapes. The monster escapes and goes into the castle. Like goes um, out of the laboratory slash castle that um, 
that he was locked in. And so, and then in the, like, there's a scene, and I, I guess it takes place like two, three weeks later after the monster escapes. Uh, Henry is getting ready for his wedding with Elizabeth, you know, he's finally happy, you know, he's finally happy to be done with, with his experiment and he's just trying to move on with his life because he understands that the monster or yeah the monster was was something that he just could not control and you know but he doesn't know that the creature escaped so the so he finds out that the creature escaped and killed Fritz and Dr. Wadman, who was supposed to be taking care of him. And so he finds out because in the previous scene, the creature goes into a little like village and he sees a little girl. And you know, like he's not evil, like he doesn't, like he still acts like a little, but like a baby, but like you know, he's a seven foot, eight foot creature and so he's um he and the little girl are playing with flowers and they're throwing them into the river and he's seeing that the flowers are floating and so and so he thinks like oh so everything's gonna float in the water so what does he do but he grabs the girl and and throws her into the river to see if she floats but sadly the girl doesn't know how to swim and she doesn't float because you know she gets uh, you know she just drowns in the water and the creature is like oh my god like you know he's he's like girls don't float you got it and so he leaves to try to go see that um try to find henry because I guess the monster wants to uh, wants to talk with Henry about like something or like see if Henry is willing to teach him more stuff just so that he could function in society. Um, and so this kind of this kind of goes a little bit into what the novel was which is that you know the creature goes into um crashes henry and elizabeth's wedding night and and this is shown because elizabeth has like a like a very weird feeling that the wedding isn't gonna go as planned and like I said, it foreshadows what the creature does during the wedding night after they get married. Like the creature shows shows up in Elizabeth's room, and you know, in the book, she dies. Like the the creature kills Elizabeth, but in the movie, you know, she just faints and is scared to see that that the monster was. When I kind of grab her or try to do something to her, so she just faints, and the creature just leaves, and so, and so that's when the villagers, um, the little girl's mom, um, no dad, 
shows the the rest of the village the dead body of his little girl, and he's saying, and he's blaming this on he blames this on Henry, because they say this is this was your creature. You should you should have done something about it. And so the villagers go on to on a whole as rampage, you know, they make a mob, they form a mob, and so the villagers go, you know, a policeman is is leading one group, Frankens um Henry Frankenstein is is leading the other. So pretty much Henry Henry's like, I feel like this is my problem and I have to fix it. Um, he decides, I have to destroy this creature. And so he does what he sets out to do. He destroys the creature in, in what he thinks he destroyed it. You know, sequels show that he didn't. Um, you know, Avengers burn the castle down um, to make sure that the monster is dead. And so, yeah, that's pretty much the movie of Frankenstein. And and it kind of like for me, it's just like yeah, like it's it has elements that show that. You know, moms like that human ambition kind of makes us and crazy enough to try things that that and like in the end this was like it's wrong because only I I there's reason for why we aren't able to make reanimated creatures and that's what I think um, the movie's about like like Henry's mistakes is that he was too ambitious and too um, what can I say like too like he was doing like way too much. He ignored his whole family just to focus on one thing. He was dead set on doing this, and once he did it, and he saw the mistakes, the mistakes of this creature, he just abandons it and tries to go on with his life. And that's like not not, not something that you know. It's very. And very and very bad like as a person you know and yes like but you have to face up to your mistakes and solve them that is the problem you have but yeah like overall it's a great movie it's a it's a very good uh, movie if you if, if you want to go into horror I would recommend watching this film along with the uh, um, other early Universal films because they're not like gory or like jump scary stuff. It's just like 
gothic elements that happen. So like I said, like I would for sure recommend this to anybody that's trying to go into horror, but is but is not completely on board because they know that horror is gonna involve like gore, jump scares, um, killing people, and you know like nasty stuff. And you know, I believe like yeah, that's a main factor of horror, but it's not all of it. And that's why I say I feel like Frankenstein is a great, great model of this. That you could tell a horror story without really having that those other elements. You could just have the gothic elements. And you know, also back then, you know, you couldn't you couldn't get away with doing that, doing what we are now, because you know this was back in like 1930s where everything was kind of censored. But like I said, overall, I give this I'm gonna say an 8.5. Uh, like because I for me, I believe that no movie really can be a 10 because every movie has flaws and that's just how it is and for me yeah but yeah overall uh, an 8.5 and i would recommend uh people to watch it um uh, right now it is currently streaming on peacock so if you have peacock uh they have all the universal monster films right now for the month of October, so I would highly recommend that that you watch like just a few if you want to get into like like the horror genre. But yeah, uh, that is all for this episode. Um, I hope like I hope that you guys like watching this, and if this episode does well. Um, video-wise, like video-wise, uh, I might do the next episode as a video podcast. So pretty much, it, it's, you know, it's up to you guys if you guys would like me to do video, or if you would just want us, um, want us to keep doing audio and the rest of the movie audio podcast. But next week, I am doing another old movie. Um... And it's a 1960s film, also made by Universal, or distributed by Universal. Um, and it's like my only clue for it is we all go a little mad sometimes. Well, that is all the time I have for today. Thank you. And have a beautiful day or night or whenever the hell you're watching this.